So the very first thing I tried to do, this is season 12. We're going to be better. We're going to be better in season 12 than we have in the last 11 episodes. We were going to do something special. I definitely tried to put us both on camera at the same time. The problem is the software that I use to put me on camera is also uh, is in direct confliction with any of the software that Facebook uses to put me on camera. It takes me back to Tibbs Eve. <laughs> it's one issue after another. And, and now I'm at a point where I, you can't even see me because somewhere in the bowels of my system... Oh, we're here, you. Oh, no, you can't hear me either? Oh, there you are. You're back. Okay. Oh, frustration, smashy thingies. Oh, look, I just showed up. There he is. Hi. Hello. How are you? Let's get this started. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> And chick proof. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? Forty years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer: the T-bone and chick proof show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G for glorious. I went down a rabbit hole looking at our analytics, and our analytics said a bunch of things like, uh, uh, "We lose a lot of listeners in the first ten minutes." Now. Uh, of course, we don't expect you to listen to the entire program uh, at a shot. We never had that luxury. When we were on terrestrial radio, we, we, you listened to us for the few minutes, you know, the 10, 15 minutes that it took you to drive from your house to your job, you listened to us. And we were playing music in between. So maybe you listened to some music and maybe you listened to us. But usually by the time I got to the office, somebody had something swarmy to say about what we said in the few minutes that we were talking. So to lose you in the first 10 minutes of an hour long show does hurt a little bit. But at the same time, it doesn't. Because, again, we, we were doing two-minute mic breaks in between four-minute songs, and we retained an audience because of that. So now, knowing that, there, there's this 10-minute drop-off, I've been trying to find out how we can make Season 12 better. Now, Jim Holden has given us the unsolicited advice of all podcasts in that you need to let people know what you're going to be talking about in your show in order to keep them around. And, and we used to do that, and, and we had these things called teasers, where prior to departing for a commercial break or for a music break, we would let you know that when we come back, we would be talking about this. The problem with where we are now is that we don't know where we're going. <laughs> we, don't, we got no freaking clue. Here's what we know. We're going to spend the first few minutes of the show getting uh, reacquainted with one another because me and Chick Brew, who live on separate continents across different spaces of the Atlantic Ocean, we do not converse with one another except here. That's how we keep it fresh. That's how we keep it lively. We only talk to one another live on the show. Now, things happen in the time it takes that to occur, so we don't know what we're going to discuss. And then after our... Uh, communal get-together with you as the audience listeners listening for the first time as I am and as she is, then we go into what we call our regular segments. Now, we only have a couple of regular segments. One, we talk about cooking. Two, we go to the book of everything. Of course, these are not in order. Three, I feel like there's a third. News. Oh, yes. <laughs> we do headlines from around the globe. And again... 
this is as, as much of a surprise to me as it is to the audience, because I have never heard the headlines that she provides me. I don't know what she cooked this week. And, uh, well, I mean, I could foreshadow the book of everything, but then that ruins her surprise on the other end. So it's a bunch of, it's it's a little bit of get together, and then it's a bunch of surprise segments on the other host until we finally get to birthday boost. And I don't know from one week to the next who's having a birthday, nor does she. So there's a lot of improbable factors when it comes to making these shows, which makes it so doggone difficult to explain in advance to everybody what we're going to be talking about in this week's episode, which renders comedian Jim Holder's unsolicited advice on how to make a popular podcast worthless. But in season 12, now, when we say season 12, me and Chick Brew have been together for many, many, many years. We've had some long seasons. We've had some short seasons, all dependent on the things that were going on in our lives. But currently, we have determined that this is going to be season 12. And we want season 12 to be the biggest, the brightest, and the bestest seasons of all of the seasons that we've ever done. And I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to make the formula that we have more engaging to the people that... Uh, thank you. Thank you so much that the people who still, after all these years, listen to us. If you have any suggestions, I am more than willing to listen, whether that be Chick Brew, who I'm looking at with hard eyes right now. You are. <laughs> or the audience, who I, I am listening to with hard ears right now. What can we do to make this better not for us we for us it's very simple hey how are you let's talk about things let's do our segments let's go to sleep that's easy for us how do we make it better for the listener so that uh, at 11 minutes you're still listening let us know i'm not happy with the current screen view that's driving me bonkers right now because i've got a big freaking picture of me and a tiny little picture of you uh, covered by a bunch of pop-ups and like oh the webcam is already in use the microphone is already in use i have you and me next to each other same size i'm so envious i'm so <laughs> envious Clearly, I clicked something I shouldn't have clicked. I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, what was that? Uh, it says clapping, and then right next to it is cheering. These are, these are weird buttons hid, hidden inside of Riverside when... All right, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, settle down. Okay. All right, settle down. Oh, all right, there's... Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N n nobody, nobody gets that level of applause. I mean, very few people get that level of applause. Anyway, Chick Brew, who has frustrated me on this wonderful Sunday morning, because she's so well-intended. 9 p.m. Thank you. Or whenever you want. You could have said, no, 9 p.m. works. No, but 9 p.m. doesn't work. Whenever you want works. If if I would have known that four hours ago, whatever you want works. I didn't know that that was going to be how my day played out. So you weren't at work today. No. But you scheduled us for 9 p.m. your time out of habit? A little bit just because that's our normal time. And I was out and about doing things and I wasn't certain as to when I would be done doing those things. Well, what kind of things were you doing out and about? Well, this morning we went in the ocean, which was very cold. And then um, we went to pick up my car because it was still on base. And then we went to the grocery store to try to be fully functioning adults. We went to lunch and I thought that we were maybe going to go back out, but Rupert hurt his paw earlier this week, and I decided I 
wanted to come home and check on him. It sounds like you had a lot of family time. I had some family time. Okay, well, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to knock that. Uh, me, in the last 48 hours, I, uh, I've been recording Snowfall and then seeing that <laughs> and then removing snowfall that's been my whole I, uh, I i'm very proud of my ability to do time-lapse photography i thought it came out really well not only did i take uh, 10 hours of video in uh, 32 minutes i then reduced the 32 minutes down to six minutes and i was very impressed with the end product but all of the snow that i filmed then had to be removed from the driveway, which for the most part, as somebody who's uh, who carries around a bottle of uh, tiny explosives in his pocket as necessary. So when you're removing snow, the news loves to tell you that removing snow will kill you. That that lifting a couple of snowflakes in a shovel is guaranteed to cause a heart attack and you will die in your driveway. They're very adamant about how snow removal can be deadly, especially for people with a uh, heart condition. So, so there's that. But I've got a machine. I have a wonderful machine, the Ryobi Snow Blower. I love it so much. I, I, I charged the battery all night. While I was recording Snowfall, I was charging the battery to prepare for that. I plug in the old Ryobi there, and, and I go to work this morning. I'm blowing snow. It's pretty awesome. It goes high and to the right. Just charging things up and being good to go in the morning. Isn't it just the best? <laughs> I, I can't wait to get in to find out why your car was still on base. So I'm blowing snow to the left. I'm blowing snow to the right. I'm blowing snow to the center. For the most part, I got a couple of twinges, but for the most part, I was able to blow snow with, without any uh, real health concerns. But for some reason, the people in charge of plowing the streets thought it would be hilarious to put a giant glacier in front of my driveway. Not just my driveway, basically anybody in the East Pennsboro Township, it's like they intentionally went out of their way to put as much of the snowfall in front of the driveways of the people that they were supposedly there to represent. I spent more time getting rid of the glacier at the end of my driveway than I did any of the other snow removal at all. The machine works great, but it doesn't, it doesn't do well with large compass. So uh, I got the caddy out, which is all-wheel drive, and I drove over the large clump many, many times, which was harder to do than you might think. The uh, Cadillac has this thing called a collision aversion system. It didn't want to go forward. Yeah, it didn't want to go back. I'm trying to back up over these giant snow mounds. It was like, it just keeps slamming on the brakes. Like, you're going to crash into something. I'm like, yes, that is the intent. I'm going to crash into something. And the Cadillac uh, did not allow me to do that. So I had to take it off piece by piece. Anyway, I make this huge gap that I have laboriously worked on because the wife needs to leave. She needs to go do some things. I made this gap large enough for the Cadillac to fit through with room to spare on both sides. I took away all of the ice on the ground. I shoveled it and threw it. I did all these things at the risk of dying in my driveway so that my beautiful wife could back her car out onto the street without running into anything. Wrong. Wrong. She gets ready to leave. For whatever reason, I turn on the garage camera, and I'm watching her. And it takes her forever to back out of the garage. If the song from 2001 Space Odyssey could have played while she was backing, if I could have recorded this and mixed these two together, they would have melded perfectly. You know, the song. If you don't know the song, I'll add the song later. But basically, very, very slowly, she backs out of the garage. And she makes it to the area that I have cleared with the Ryobi snowblower. And then... She only's got one little thing she's got to navigate. That's the giant gap in between the glacier and the glacier remnants that I, I have created this giant gap for her. And I watch her on the camera as she drives directly into the glacier. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's I, not funny. It's funny because it's not me. 
it's it's funny. It is funny because women drivers. She backs directly into the thing that is aside from the gap that was completely large enough for her to fit through. And then she gets on the road. And it's a front-wheel drive car, and I watch those tires just, because it's uphill, just spinning and spinning and spinning. I'm like, I'm collecting insurance today. Uh, Today is the day I'm going to collect a little bit. Because So we were doing the adult uh, activity books, you know, as I got closer and closer to death. And when you do the adult activity books, it's like, uh, what is your insurance policy, period? How much, a question mark. How much is the insurance policy worth, question mark, blah, blah. And, and, and it was during the, um, that portion of my post-mortem exercises, I realized that I had opted to give her as much money as I could possibly give her. And, and she had opted uh, to not give me anything. She knows. Yeah. First of all, never let your living spouse know how much money you're worth dead. That's how you end up on Dateline. (laughs) Second of all, if there is the opportunity to lie to your spouse about how much money they can get, you should lie to them. When I found out that uh, my wife's life insurance policy for me was pretty much nothing. And mean, meanwhile, I've been spending the extra $7 a month to give her everything. I was, uh, I was a little disappointed, to say the least. And it was a running joke about how me and Zeus would be living in a box on the street because we didn't have any money. Meanwhile, she's going to be living in, you know, yeah. the, the lap of luxury because I gave her everything by spending $7.50 a month extra. <laughs> but no, she had to save that seven fifty extra a month, or one spin, as we like to say. <laughs> Poor Zeusy boy. Oh no. I'm going to have to whore him out in order for us to survive. I'm going to have to pimp my dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it is important. Poor buddy. It is Poor important buddy. when you have faces like that that you let the uh, emotion flow through you. So the audience can hear it because although I am tickled by your facial reactions, if they don't hear you, they don't know that you got a kick out of that. All right. Is that mine again? Is it what? My phone. Oh, your phone. So when I am editing these things, uh, your jacket and my phone are two of the biggest pain in the uh, tuchuses that I deal with. I am not wearing the jacket, if you may have noticed. I have noticed. But what I did notice... a heater up here. <laughs> I, I hear it. But I wouldn't wear the jacket. No, it's, it's just this one. Yes, I hear it. There's no fan. I hear it. How do you hear it? It's not making any noise. It, it is. There is a very, very low drum. Do you hear it now? No. Weird. Then, yeah, you hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> Well, as we, as you know, our sound engineer works in the twilight zone. So we, uh, it, 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 it's just one thing after another. It's one calamity after another. For about a year, I have been yelling at you that I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And then two, three weeks ago, all of a sudden, I could hear everything. I was amazed. I was astonished. I was uh, confounded because nothing was connected. So we know, we know that your microphone that you should be using, because I bought you a microphone, I bought you a microphone stand, I bought you a a microphone mixer, I bought you all that. We know that's not working. It's here. I still have it. It's there, but that's not what you're talking to me through. Because if you were talking to me through that, you could do the Tommy voice and I could hear you. Wait, I thought you couldn't hear me when I used those. I couldn't. Oh. so. So basically, we're just using the Bluetooth wireless headphones that every time I look at you has a wire hanging out of it. No, I have them connected to my computer and I'm just using the microphone on my computer. I think you're using the microphone on the headset. No, I don't have the piece on it. No, no, no. It's built into the headset. I don't know that they're that fancy. I think they are that fancy. <laughs> Either way, they're working. So. They they are working, but without all of the benefits of the microphone stand, the microphone, the microphone options that are available to us. 
It's just you want to hear me or nah? <laughs> oh, I definitely, I definitely want to hear you. So it was funny because you were like, "Oh, I'm so cold. I need to put on a jacket." I'm like, "Put on the jacket. I can't hear you anyway." And then our our sound tech that works in the Twilight Zone came in and it's like, "Oh, you can't hear? Watch this." And then I heard everything. I heard you cracking your toes. I literally heard everything, but it's crazy because on the sound graph, of course, me, I'm bouncing all the way up and down, zero to 100, zero to 100, and you're still somewhere wildly in the middle between 48 and 51, 48 and 51, 48 and 51. Me, 100 to 1, 0, 100, 0, 100, 0, you, 47, 51. So even though I can hear you, uh, graphically speaking, I can barely see you. But that's okay, because the audience appreciates good sound quality that it's only, a, it's only taken us three years to get right, and we only got it right by unplugging all of the equipment. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to move on to our regular segment? First of all, Again, season 12, bigger, brighter, better, bossomer. What do we need to do to get back into growing our audience versus trying to hold on to those that we have? Like, <laughs> it's like a really bad relationship. It's like, uh, I'm going to leave you. Please, please don't leave me. Please, I'll do better. But we don't know. We don't know what it is we got to do better. I, I, I know the book of everything is fun. I know birthdays. People love to hear their names, so that's a, that's a big thing. I know the news is fun. I know talking about cooking is fun, but uh, talk to me, Chick Brew. Uh, what do we got to do here? We, we took Rota, uh, AFN Rota from literally nothing, literally nothing when it came to Facebook fans, to over 4,000. Me and you did that. Because we engage the audience like nobody else. And again, when we engage the audience, we did it with the power of music and a, a couple of short minutes with the audience. How do we retain this fan base that we've created over the years and, and not only retain, but how do we get new listeners? I'm curious on your thoughts. Well, I was wondering if we were going to do resolution rewards again, because that, I think that brought a lot of consistency from some listeners who may have fallen off but may be interested in doing resolution rewards. So the resolution rewards program for those of you who do not know or do are not aware was basically we started it out around uh, the 10th of last year and it was a very simple competition where everybody involved all they had to do was get on a piece of exercise equipment every day and say uh, this is me this is day so this is today's date and I am I am trying to make myself better every day it was a great program I was all on board with it and I would be again if I wasn't pending Another medical procedure. I'm pretty sure that uh, everything inside my heart right now is, is not working at 100%. And the only way we can get closer to 100% is I have to go back into sedation and have somebody tinker around in there and, and pray that I come out on the other end. So I, uh, me personally, I'm not down with a resolution rewards program this year because I know I'm going to tap out early. If you're willing to do a resolution rewards program and there are other listeners that are interested in being part of the resolution rewards program, we can definitely set that up. Uh, we can make it real nice. Put it on the, let's put it on the page and say, like, sign up here, comment, like, whatever, if you're interested in doing the resolution rewards this year. And if we get five, ten people, whatever, then we'll say it's a go. Okay. What are the parameters for this year's Resolution Rewards program? Are we going to do the same thing? Yeah, I liked it last year. I actually was kind of bummed. I mean, I won, which was great because I beat my brother, which is always <laughs> just the best. Um, but I found that even just the like making sure that I got my walks in or 
hitting the gym or going and getting a walk on my lunch break, I kind of stopped doing all that after the resolution rewards. Then I kind of just fell all the way off. So we started that, we started that around January the 10th of last year. Right. Uh, I don't go back into the hospital until like February the 8th. Uh, I did everything I needed to do. I did. I got up. I came downstairs. I got on the treadmill. I did a few minutes on the treadmill. I made my video. Boom. I have met the requirements. And then I immediately went under the floor and did my combat yoga and tried to stay alive from January 10th until February the 8th where I was back in the emergency room because I was again about to die. I put the effort in and still lost the competition. (laughs) But I think like the videos are fine because they're so short. It is what it is. But it did create a level of consistency, I think, for everybody. All right. So we're going to, and again, it's important that it doesn't start on February, January the 1st. All, all of the resolutions that you're going to fail start on January the 1st. So we're going to give you some time. We're going to post this on, on the fan page. And if somehow you're listening to this and you don't know what the fan page is, we're just going to tell you, go on Facebook, search the hashtag L-U-N-S-B, that's Lunsby, and it'll bring you right to the fan page. It costs nothing. It's free. It's a great way to interact with us. So you go to the fan page, and on the fan page, we're going to say, this is what we're doing for 2024's Resolution Rewards Program. If there is interest... It's going to be pretty much the same deal. Sign up is going to be $20 per person. And uh, they are going to have to get on a piece of exercise equipment. Now, that get that got a little wonky. I don't really like that because some people don't have exercise equipment in their house. I don't mind. I, I, I did my planks, and by the end of that, my plank was up to three minutes, which means by the time I hit my PRT, I blew it out of the water. All right. So... Uh, Exercise equipment. Exercise equipment was last year. Be exercising. All right. So this year. No recap of I exercise today. $20 buy-in. Be doing it. (laughs) This year, $20 buy-in. A video of you exercising. It could be a plank. It could be walking. It could be running. Whatever it is. But you have to be doing it when you take the video that says, this is me. This is today's date, and this is submitted for the Resolution Rewards Program. The Lunsby, yeah, throw Lunsby in there, you get extra credit. (laughs) Now, in order to make that fun, we need at least five participants. Yeah, most definitely. Okay, I am out. So I am not one of the five this year. Uh, There's a good possibility that you, Chelsea, Tommy, Carrie, could all be involved again, but that only gets us to four. It does. We have to get another person. At least one more person. If you're interested in doing the Resolution Rewards Program for 2024, and when I say you, I mean you are the linchpin. Without you, listener, this program doesn't get off the ground. So reach out. Let us know if you're interested. We'll put it up on the fan page. Uh, We'll put it up on the fan page before this episode even airs. We need at least four. Now, I, last year, I sweetened the pot. If everybody in the Resolution Rewards Program made it to July 1st, I, me, personally, doubled the pot. Now, because I'm not participating in the program this year, I think it's kind of unfair to me that I have to double the pot again. What if everybody that's participating contributes an extra $20 after July 1st? Let's confer with everyone who participates. (laughs) so it's all good it's all fun and good when it's my money but god forbid (laughs) no one told you to to do that no 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 i did that because i knew and it did go beyond july the first not much beyond july the first and i had to pay double (laughs) it went to a good cause though come on we had not only was it fun but we had it we had a good it was a good wrap up to that. Too. It was fun and it drew a lot of activity towards the fan page. Every day uh, there was uh, the four or five videos, depending, uh, coming on the fan page of people that were part of the Resolution Rewards program. Plus, we've got this. 
It is time for a resolution rewards update. And I I didn't work to create that so that we can't use it multiple years. Okay, there's that. So it's very good. It is good. It's fun. It's got the Rocky thing and it's got the fake British voice thing. So we're going to do resolution rewards 2024 if and only if we can get at least one more participant involved. If we can get one more participant involved, we'll do 2024 resolution rewards. There will be a weekly update, and here's how it works. Every day, you come on, you do a video of you exercising. Hi, this is me as part of the Resolution Rewards Program for the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. And uh, whatever. That you don't, the video really doesn't require a lot. You just got to come on while you're exercising, do the video. Done. Check next day. Check next day. Check next day. And each one of you have to do that. We did kind of say, you know, we're paying attention, but when you fail you kind of need to just step up and say you failed. Because I don't, I don't want to be the one that calls somebody out. We got people in multiple time zones. Your, your midnight, midnight daylight savings time might be different than mine. You know, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things going on there. I never want to be the person of, uh, Joey, you're out of the competition. What? You tried to call me out last year, and I had to come back with the receipts. Of course, you, but not the listeners. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> there were many times I thought Tommy was done, but I, but Tommy, you know, uh, the July 4th weekend, Tommy's like, uh, I kind of do his voice. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't. I don't have the butt. Oh, fake it. You know how to do his voice in real life. Uh... <laughs> Tommy, Tommy tapped out and Chelsea tapped out and Carrie tapped out. And, and of course I tapped out with a, you know, a medical receipt that didn't count for much. And then Christina ended up winning it. And Christina, when she won it, because she's such a beautiful person, she ended up donating it so that we could help a, a listener, Ben, uh, go further in a cooking competition that she was in. She donated all of the money that she won to give Ben votes in the cooking competition. So that's that's where we're at. 2024 Resolution Rewards Program. We need at least at least one more competitor to make that worthwhile. Once we get four, we'll go forward. If we don't, we don't. But it's their fault. Right? (laughs) At least so I know who to blame. How else can we make 2024 better? Well, you could come back. That'd be a good place to start. You wouldn't have to shovel any snow. We could do this in person together. Yeah, that's a good starting point. Let's just go ahead and start with that. The things I want versus the things I need. I want, I want to live in southern Spain. There's no I doubt. Need you to come back. <laughs> I, I miss need my you friends. I miss everything up. about living in Spain. I miss it. What I need is to be here with the best possible medical care, so that uh, so that coming back to Spain isn't the end of me. You know, so that uh, I can get better before even the option of moving back to Spain occurs. All right, well, so April. Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Gives you some recovery time. I even built in the recovery time. Uh, listeners, if, in case you're unaware, this show is for you. We, we joke that this show is not for anybody. It's just for us. And, and, and there is some truth to that, that it's just me and Chick Brew getting together and doing what we always did all the time. It, it is good for us. Cathartically, it is very good for us, but we've got you and we've brought you along the way and we love having you. How do we keep you for 11 minutes or more? That's what we do for you. What have you done for me lately? Ooh, yeah. We're always and we're going to try to use the uh, the voicemail on Spotify a little bit more. So Spotify's got the voicemail option. People can ring in and, and leave their comments on there. And the comments are recorded so that we can play back comments and then we can respond to your comments. So that's that's another thing we're trying to do better. And, and eventually we're going to get to this point where we can do uh, video. Because it's it's in radio, you're never expected to see the people that you're listening to. In podcasting, for a long time, you weren't expected to see the people that you're listening to. But now we've reached a place where 
people kind of expect to see you. So we're going to look forward to making a video product, but still having a separate audio product available for for you because you don't need to be looking at us when you're driving along uh, in your automobile. Driving along in your automobile. (laughs) You should be able to listen to us. You should be able to see us. We want to make both of those options available to you. If we can figure out how to pull it off, we'll do it in 2024. If we can't, there's always tomorrow. You're only a day away. <laughs> I like yours better. All right. Uh, moving on into our regular segments. Do you want to choose something or do you want to use the Wheel of Destiny? Can we do news because my phone is maybe going to die? Yes, of course. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. I think it would be redundant to ask me, do you have a headline where you would say yes? Escape kangaroo captured after punching Canadian officer. (laughs) So we know the ruse are always... uh... We, we know those roos are always down in Australia. They're always butchering people down there. But to find a roo in Canada means something was amiss. And roos, as you know, are not. They are giant, large, aggressive marsupials in a country where everybody is super polite. So the, 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 the roo escapes the Ottawa... Uh, animal prison, what do they call those? Zoo, zoo. Uh, the the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the roo escapes the Ottawa Zoo, and he's bouncing down the streets, and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, who not are, are who are not mounted, roll up on the roo, and, and they say in their most Canadian voice, excuse me, fine fellow, but I do believe you need to return to your current inhabitant. And, uh, and the roo's like, hey, you don't know who I am, do you? Boom, he punches him right in the face. Because <laughs> ruse are ice, yeah, ice. Uh, <laughs> beep. <laughs> They're sassy. They are, they are definitely sassy. I uh, I know someone, someone I know uh, arrived in Australia, and there was a roo fighting contest. And they tell you in advance, don't punch a roo in the face. No matter what you do, don't punch the roo in the face. And uh, this idiot decided to punch the roux in the face, and the roux backed up on its uh, hind leg and let loose. So it can balance itself on its tail. So it rears back on its tail, and it's got these giant legs and just pummels, old boy, into the rope. It is a quite painful do-not-fight with a roux. Whether they punch you or whether they kick you, you are going to lose. <laughs> I cheated there a little bit because I got distracted that my heater just came on. I don't know why the heater just came on. And Someone is upstairs and cold. No one is upstairs. I cleared the driveway so that she could run into the, the uh, glacier so that she could leave. So off. That's going to take a second. That'll take effect. I'm going to turn down my microphone a little bit, so hopefully nobody hears the background noise. Do you have another headline for me? Yes. Dog shocks Pennsylvania family by chowing down on 4K in cash. Oh, my goodness. All right. I am not a fan of euthanasia. Regardless of what some people may know about me. (laughs) So the U.S. Treasury has a program in place that if you have money and that money gets destroyed, it gets burnt, it gets chopped up, whatever it is, you can reach out to the the Department of Treasury and they will replace your money if you can prove to them. So you got a dog for whatever reason. Probably a chihuahua, probably a beagle, probably a breed of animal that no one else likes to keep with the exception of certain people that eats through four grand in U.S. dollar 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 bills, y'all. Yeah, that's a lot of poop collection. You are collecting. Golden doodle. It's a golden doodle. The most desirable. I mean, but only. Oh, but they're hypoallergenic. Yes. Yes. 
There was no shedding, but there was shredding. (laughs) (laughs) So you... K just in their house like that. Uh, it depends on what kind of weekend I'm having, but I can I can have a 4K weekend. Rupert did eat half of a five dollar or five or ten dollar bill, and you know they will only give you, they will only replace said dollars if you have both serial numbers. Oh no! And I said none of us want the other serial numbers. So that that not only requires a, a, a high level of attention to filtering dog poo, uh, and then it's stinky jigsaw puzzle put the back together again. Yeah. Um, or I don't even know if you can write that off on your taxes. I don't know how. I don't know how you recover four grand eaten by your golden labradoodle. Yeah. Seven-year-old golden doodle. Except there's pictures. Oh God. <laughs> Except uh, take it out for a walk. You. Oh my goodness! I just see a whole bunch of fifties, hundreds. There's there's a fiver. In yeah, there. but most of those look like they're in place. It doesn't look like it's that bad for the most part. Uh, a machine is going to accept most of that cash. Some of it is. I, I saw uh, all of those bills being completely consumed and released later in a well-foiled <laughs> coil of poo. Yeah, there's going to be some. Some. <laughs> uh, allegedly, <laughs> they had uh, just taken it from their bank and left it on the kitchen for 30 minutes. It was for paying for landscaping. Winky, winky. Yes. 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 Landscaping is... The dog is very cute, though. Landscaping is is the new waste management. And waste management was the new take on import-exportation. They're they're all my businesses. And nobody needs four grand to pay for landscaping. Yes, that is a quite adorable dog. Pretty cute dog. Good dog. All right, that covers uh, that covers the news this week. We're going to avoid the wheel of destiny because your phone isn't dead, and we're going to go straight into this segment. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. My f***ing all. I am a connoisseur of consumption. Meanwhile, she is a no-kidding, board-certified and sanctified, sanctimonious chef. She's got the hat, she's got the pants, she knows how to cook, and she actually pays attention to the recipes, whereas I just eat the food. Every week we talk about cooking, she tells us what she made, I tell you what I've eaten. This is the segment where we talk about food. Tell me, Chick Brew, what you been cooking? Uh, well, I haven't... Hey, good looking. What you been cooking? I plan on making some Korean food this week. Oh, my goodness. Craving some bibimbap. So that's probably going to have to happen. I went to the store today to gather uh, materials, and it was empty because no one shopped downtown because of Three Kings. Everything was closed. So everyone shopped the base this week, and uh, there was there was nothing there. So it's still um, it's on my list of things to buy. So what do you put in your personal version of bibimbap? Um, well, if they have the dry shiitake mushrooms, I get those. But if they don't, they start carrying them in cans. So I will, like, roast those. Shiitake. Because in the can, they're very mushy. Um, and then I do the beef with... The marinade. Bulgogi. Yep. And then the rice, obviously. I'm going to try to do with brown rice this time because got to watch the cholesterol. It's better for you. It's better for you. And I'll probably put some um, pickled carrot, cucumber, and then to keep just more greens in there, maybe a little roasted broccoli just because we got to have more green things. Spinach? I don't like the taste. I don't like the after texture that spinach leaves in my mouth. Sesame? Yes. Eggs? Uh, you know I don't like eggs and chicken, dude. I, I know you don't, but it's bibimbap. It requires a, a hot egg. Probably not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> my version. No, I mean, I will, because I normally do with my rice a little bit of uh, rice wine vinegar, a little sesame oil. I mix it up, season that. And then some of the 
sesame and uh, seaweed flakes on top of it. When we experienced COVID, um, the indicator of calamity was the toilet paper area of the commissary. Right. When all the toilet paper of the commissary was gone, you knew you were experiencing a true calamity. And then you Uh, just went out in town and realized that there was still toilet paper. Only the Americans had lost their minds. True. And were hoarding toilet paper. What a crazy, crazy thing we did. Here, uh, what I've recently learned pending this big snowstorm that we were expecting in central Pennsylvania is they use what they call the breadometer. And they would go to different grocery stores and show you that the bread aisles were empty. Be afraid. Because no one here knows how to make bread. Or, another possibility, they're using the bread to wipe their bum. That's probably it. (laughs) My intent was to go out to the local grocery store. Uh, The only ingredients that I am missing are uh, cucumbers or spinach, spinach, uh, and uh, artificial crab meat uh, to make gimbap. I was going to make gimbap while my family was here, but we had way too much food. And uh, the artificial crab meat has a limited shelf life on it. So I decided that I would eat the artificial crab meat, but I still have the yellow radish. I still have a ton of freaking carrots. Oh my goodness. I, I ate carrots every day. I ate a minimum of two carrots a day every day last week as a lunchtime snack. Do you eat them raw? Yes. Raw carrots is a really great way to remove excess estrogen from your body. Well, I wondered why my boobs were getting smaller. I, uh, <laughs> so I've had a lot of... You are now more manly than you've ever been before. I've had a lot of dental work over the years, so eating raw carrots is a little bit of a challenge. I don't need to be snacking down on them like Bugs Bunny. What I need to do is uh, slice them very thin and then eat them like carrot chips. So I would do that, and uh, they were quite delicious and entertaining and enjoyable and kind of guilt-free. Because like a, ca- a carrot's like five calories. A whole carrot is only like five calories. So I'm having ten calories. Like, a, like real like nutritionists and stuff, like not influencers that are like, count your calories, and if it's a calorie, you can't have it. Uh, we'll tell you, eat the carrots. You can eat all the carrots you want. No one ever got... <laughs> obese because all they ate was carrots every day so you know just eat the carrots challenge accepted (laughs) treat yourself not only uh, my whole week of lunch you would be i think you would enjoy this my whole week of lunch last week were all pre-cooked meals uh they were all brown rice because brown rice is better than white rice brown rice with red chili flakes so it had a little spice to it bell pepper carrots and celery that, that is the base of every meal that I had. Inside every meal that I had for lunch of last week, aside from the two carrot snack chips, uh, carrots that I sliced into chips for snacks, aside from that was three chicken thighs. I cooked the chicken thighs in the Instapot. I defrosted them. I cooked them. They were delicious. Then I used that broth to make the brown rice, but there were only three chicken thighs And I chopped up all the meat, I separated the bone, and I divided that evenly against a week worth of meals. So for a week, I had brown rice, chili peppers, bell pepper, celery, carrot, and three chicken breasts. Or chicken thighs, not even breasts, thighs. Yeah, yeah, I was... And you didn't have to worry about it, because it was already done. (laughs) It's all done, and... uh, for and very aromatic the right mixture of celery uh, the right mixture of vegetables mostly vegetables the the red chili flakes it was very very aromatic so uh, a new person in the office is a compliment to me on the aroma that i have provided you know it's not like i'm cooking sardines in the microwave okay (laughs) i'm cooking aromatic flavors in the microwave here i brought some salmon (laughs) (laughs) so my intent for this week's worth of meals was to make gimbap, 
and the only ingredient I'm missing is those that imitation crab leg. I have and imitation crab leg and cucumbers, but I haven't taken the time to develop all of the ingredients and have all the ingredients ready to put together. And it is a it is a pretty tiresome process. So when we get done here, I may go doing all the other things I was going to do while I was waiting for you to show up, or I may just go and do the thing I want to do, and then possibly do those other things as I come back. <laughs> if you get around to it. <laughs> Are you ready to learn some things? Always ready to learn. Always ready. Very simple. We go to the book of everything and we learn something. Something you probably never knew before. Why are you sending me photos? <laughs> You're not supposed to look at it till after the show. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'm getting pop-ups. So now you're- now you're too busy. <laughs> I distracted you. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting pop-ups. Uh, Chick Brew just sent you a photo. I'm like, why am I looking at photos? Here we go. I'm going to give you two facts. Every week we go into the book of everything. We learn something that we did not know before. Ha! There's a, there's a young black man on the, the, on the Instagrams, and he, he sits there like this. And I, I'm, I'm slightly off camera, and he's got one of those little microphones, and he talks into the little microphone like, uh, like he's talking into a Tic Tac. And he's an intelligent young man. But recently he said, humans are the only species with chins. And I screamed at the monitor or the computer or the television, the, the camera, whatever I was looking at, the, the phone. I screamed, that is not correct, young man. I enjoy your videos, but that is wrong. Humans and elephants are the only species with chins. He was wrong. But I enjoy watching his videos. I know who you're talking about. He talks about, like, all the animals that will kill you. Yes, yes. In a hilarious hilarious way everything except that thing he does with that stupid little microphone i enjoy about his videos you're just jealous because of the size of his microphone it's okay (laughs) i've got a big black microphone in my face he's got a tiny little white one in his face why would i be jealous of that he should be jealous of the big black thing in my mouth there we go Here we go. Here's two facts. (laughs) Here's two facts from the book of everything about things you probably never knew before. Did you know that Brazil nuts are the world's... Are disgusting. Brazil nuts are the world's most radioactive natural food. Sold. Don't ever need to eat them. Anyways. I'm an old person. Jordan almonds too. As as an old person, I know Brazil nuts, but I know them by many, many names that are not Brazil nuts. And I am not I am not proud that I know these names, but I am going to tell you that when it comes to Brazil nuts, I love Brazil nuts. No matter how radioactive they are, if there is a freaking superpower waiting to be derived from eating Brazil nuts, I'm going to do it, and I don't care what they're called in other parlances. Moving on. Do you like, do you like Jordan, Jordan almonds? What is a Jordan almond? Those disgusting candies at, like, funeral homes and weddings. Uh, two places I never go. They're like the pastel candy-coated almond. Uh, all right, I may have seen them. So, uh, basically, a candy-coated almond. But, like, yeah, like sugar, but it's, like, not... I like almonds, but I like them so much I'm fearful uh, you know, recently the wife's like, did you enjoy that? I was like, I don't know. It tasted like almonds. You're trying to insinuate that I'm killing you? Are you? Because <laughs> uh, it tasted like almonds. I mean, so does cyanide. It's like asking someone. <laughs> well, to... now that you know how your life insurance situation is. <laughs> yeah, right. So she saved her. Does this rag smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> Here we go. The second fact from the book of everything this week. You now know that Brazilian nuts are Brazil nuts are the world's most radioactive natural food. You also you also now know there are only two count them one, two beret factories left in France. Really? Is this a beret factory? See, it is one of two. We it is a one of only two. 
<laughs> I remember when we first started working, like when I first got to Bahrain and we were working with the Royal Navy's public affairs officers, one of them kept saying, oh, let me grab my beret, let me grab my beret, let me grab my beret. And I'm like, what are you saying? It's just like pointed to her head. And I was like, your beret? <laughs> she kept saying it. And it sounded like she was saying beret or berry. And I was so, from for like months, I was very confused. I was like, what is she getting? What is she getting? What is she getting? What is she getting? She's not getting anything. You know, it's not confusing. I think we've done everything we're supposed to do with the exception of moving on towards our final goal there. Oh, yeah, we're perfect. Uh, here we go. Uh, button. This week in our magic mirror is how this is listed on the website or on the, on the fan page. When we say uh, this week in our magic mirror, we're going back to 1970s romper room. And in the TV show Romper Room every week, the young lady that hosted the show would take her magic mirror and she would hold it up into the camera and she would just say a bunch of random names. And if you were a child with one of those random names being expressed on the Romper Room show that day, you felt really, really awesome. The difference is if you are mentioned in this week's Magic Mirror, you are actually someone we know. So every week, if you are celebrating a birthday, and again, we remind you, please do not celebrate your real birthday on the internet. Make a fake birthday. Join us on April the 1st. That's a great birthday. Uh, have a fake birthday on the internet and have a real birthday with the uh, loved ones in your actual, no kidding, three-dimensional real life. But if today, if this week is your birthday, uh, well, we're going to choose, we're going to choose somebody. She's going to choose one. I'm going to choose one. We're both going to choose one. Uh, each of us gets what this uh, thing we call a birthday boost. And after that, uh, everyone gets an honorable mention. As always, Chick Brew, you go first. Um, well, I want to wish a happy birthday to probably one of the most important people on the planet because without her, there'd be no me, which means there'd be no us. Hello, so beautiful. My, my mom. Your ma. My ma'am, our number one fan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, happy birthday to my mom, of course. Uh, that's like the one thing that is awful about being so far away is if I was still in Texas, didn't matter. I'd jump in the car, go see her for a birthday, spend the day. But since I can't spend the day with her, happy birthday from afar, hopefully next year. I don't know, quite honestly. I think for as far as, far as mothers go, I, I think you could have done a, a little bit better. I mean, she's it, probably not listening. No, what? <laughs> when did she stop listening? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, she knows. She knows this is my favorite. And, and, and again, I her happy birthday. I sing her special happy birthday. We have been doing this show so long that it is not uh, uh, unfathomable that uh, we would be. I've run out. I've run out of fresh. So, how about that? In 2024, moving forward, if you've never received. Mom, a happy birthday. Your mom? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, why not? Of course I love Jan. <laughs> of course I want nothing but the biggest, the brightest, and the best for her. Uh, if In 2024, if you've never personally received a, a, a birthday boost, now, don't think that you haven't received a birthday boost because you haven't listened all these years. It's possible that you have. But if you think you've never received a birthday boost before and you've gone back and listened to the episodes that were in and around near your internet birthday, you let us know. Send Chick Brew a message. Send me a message. And you know what? 
as we go through 2024, if we haven't given you a birthday boost before, maybe, maybe we will. I, uh, I've i got a couple, don't know. I'm going to go with only because Wendy Sprules, only because your husband made a comment on my post that made me laugh, you are again getting a, a birthday boost. Now, Wendy Sprules is a friend, uh, is, the, is the wife of my friend Jamie Sprules. They're an amazing couple. I love them both, and they've got an amazing family, and I love them all. I have enjoyed my time with Wendy, and I've enjoyed, enjoyed my time with Jamie. They've made me laugh. We've made each other laugh. Amazing chemistry between all of us. Uh, I don't like what she does with the emotional support animals. I'm going to say that. <laughs> that, that, is not, <laughs> that is not a popular opinion <laughs> because she's always dragging these daggone dogs around. And I don't believe in emotional support animals. Uh, emotional support animals are all animals. If you have an animal, it provides you emotional support. It doesn't need a leather jacket to prove. Uh, it doesn't need a leather jacket and a ball gag to prove it's your emotional support animal. <laughs> but I should be allowed to take them wherever I want. Absolutely. 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 You should be. So, uh, Wendy, uh, I love you. I I wish you nothing but the biggest, the brightest, the best. Happy birthday to you again with another birthday birthday boost from the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Shook Group. That delay doesn't bother you as much as it bothers me, but it bothers the bejesus out of me. I'm sorry. You sorry? All right. In the honorable mention sections, who's in your honorable mentions there? Jennifer Mikado, Lucas McCann, Kaylee Flores, Stephen Dombrowski. Dombrowski, <laughs> who, who we, we mentioned last week, by the way. But, but it's my turn to say it. Uh, Sarah Figger, Justin Lim, Amanda Johnson, and my current chief, Jenna Joppy. All right, Jenna. Uh, my honorable mentions go to William Lopez, Lamont Ferguson, Sean Meredith, very funny man, Jonathan Williams, Kelly Sherritts, part of Team V, comedian Sean Jones, and, and my friend Michael Ball, who I really hope is still with us, but for some reason I feel like he is not. I, I, I'm not up to date. But uh, those are... For as far as I know, and uh, I guess I'll check that out. I can't wait. I'm getting some previews of the people who have birthdays in January and the previews have birthday uh, in February. Uh, I, I can't wait to, to wish many of you happy birthday and, and, and say amazing things about all of you. But again, if you've never received an honorable mention from the Luns B Show, if you've never received a, a birthday boost from the Luns B Show, message Chick Brew, message me, and, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do there. We'll see, we'll see what we can do because uh, we love to lie about you. That, that is our specialty. So... Now, we've done the news, we've done cooking, we've done the book, we've done birthdays, and we, uh, we have spent some time together getting to know one another once again and begging people to tell us whatever it is they need from us to make this show better. We, we beg you. And I, I, I can't... I'm not begging. Tony's begging. I, I do beg. I am a beggar. Yeah. 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 I'm not there yet. I made a lot of money begging once. Oh, well. We were at the uh, auditions for Last Comic Standing. We were in Atlanta, Georgia. There was 114 of us in line. All of the, all of the comics from the, the southeast region were there. All, all people I knew, all amazing people. But there were only it was the first season, so there was only 114 of us. Uh, the first panhandler came up to me, and I gave him money. And then as I finished my Starbucks cup, I thought to myself... I should approach them. So for the rest of the cattle call, the rest of the day while we were standing around outside waiting for us to one by one go inside, I started approaching homeless people and and getting money from them. And then I upgraded my Starbucks cup to a plastic McDonald's cup because it had a better sound to it. And at the end of the day, I had a ton of cash and all I had been doing was panhandling the panhandlers. I remember at the end of that day, we're getting ready to leave, and 
there is one particular homeless person approaching us to beg us for money. And and, and the comics there are kind of like pushing me on. I, I bet you won't. I dare you won't. I dare you won't. To go over. So this guy, he ain't got no arm. He, he's missing an arm. He's got a really, really bad limp. He's in a bad ways, using his shirt as a belt. And he comes hobbling over to beg from us. And I go hobbling over to beg from him. And in a crazy turn of events... I don't beg from him, but I give him all the money that I had collected all day long. (laughs) And I was revered by my compatriots. That's what it was. That was Atlanta many, many years ago. Me, Nick, RJ, Akutinde, Jesus, uh, Sean. There's there's a lot of great comics that were in that line. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I remind you today as I remind you every day, just be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. And that's it. Ta-da! I am uh, pleased to report that I actually did a little research and my friend Michael Ball is still alive. So uh, I want to end this on a a, a high note. Uh, Happy birthday, Mike, and uh, I'm glad you're still with us. That was actually the best thing Facebook's done for me all day. Thank you.